All right, y'all, what is going on? This is your man, L. Jamal, coming through with another edition of Never Out of Bounds. Of course, this is the place where you can say what you want as long as you got them facts. Today is going to be a word on the street segment. So let's get right into it. We got some very important news stories to talk about. Uh, but let's get right into it. We have some job. We're going to start off with uh, with some job cuts. Now, U.S. Steel will be uh, temporarily laying off 200 workers at a Michigan plant. Uh, these factors, behind, the factors behind this include low demand for steel import also low import volume of course because of guess what the tariffs and also steel prices all because of the recent tariffs that donald trump has put on aluminum and other steel products u.s steel has already uh, cut production at two different uh, plants in michigan uh, that being in e-course michigan and another one in gary indiana uh, 48 workers have already lost their jobs so uh, this is a this is a already just a start of it uh, they wanted to cut 200 jobs in total i think to be honest with you i don't want to scare nobody or make it a big old thing but i think they might just end up cutting some more because i don't see where uh the changes in the market there's going to be any positive change in the market right away but we'll see uh but u.s sales stock price has already dropped more than 70 percent so there you go and also the price for steel coil has dropped by 37 percent so and again uh steel coil is mostly used in construction and also auto automotive uh you know automotive as well um uh you know engineering and all that as well so again it's definitely down i'm saying that pro i don't know what the uh, alternative is i'm not gonna i'm not gonna speculate on what the alternative to american steel is at the moment i don't know i don't know about the steel or steel market the actual selling market or whatever uh you, you call it so i wouldn't know where they're buying their steel at now but just know the stock uh pretty much the stock price of the company has gone down 37 percent and the cost of steel in this country has gone i'm sorry the stock of the of the u.s steel company has gone down 70 percent that's the most important thing and also the price of steel coil has gone down 37 those are the most important things that is why i believe there'll be more than just 200 job cuts uh at the time and they're saying they're going to be temporary uh, temporary and uh they started uh the first people were cut in june and they're gonna uh there's no timetable i think they said around six months uh they, they, they would be without a job but i definitely think it's going to be a a lot longer than that as well um prices uh, for steel are are expected to drop even lower over the course of two years uh however uh, the city of gary indiana is trying to be proactive uh, uh the city of gary and also the state of indiana have decided to offer us still a 46 million tax credit 46 million dollar tax credit uh to help them invest about another 750 million to upgrade uh the nation's largest steel plant at gary works uh now, this is on this is upon agreement that the company will keep at least 3,000 uh, 3,800 employees, which, you know, who knows if, if they would want to do that. Uh, but they would definitely need to to upgrade these facilities if, if that needs uh, that is the case. Uh, but we do have I do have a quote here coming from the U.S. Steel spokesperson, Megan Cox. Uh, she will go on to say the additional adjustments and operations and at the Great Lake Works are related to ongoing market conditions. So there you go. Uh, the, uh, the fluctuation with the steel market, the fluctuation with the cost and then also demand, because once the cost went up, the demand went down just like with soybeans and the american farmers the prices of soybean went up the american 
Morgan soybean went up and the, uh, the majority of the market for that was China and Asia. So when the prices raised up for soybeans, the prices immediately dropped and farmers got into a situation because that has become a big crop for them. So now we're in a situation where still uh, was a, uh, or I'm guessing is a prominent export we do have. The prices have gone up uh, gone up on that because of the tariffs and now the demand is, is drastically lower and it's affected the stock and again, the stock and the prices of steel in general. So not so great for the U.S. right now, of course. Um, I'm pretty sure we'll have a, uh, a some conservative guy try to tell us, some Republican guy, maybe even some one-off independent trying to tell you, well, look, it's still working. Trump is still working. Look, I don't see it. Not when one of your prominent prominent businesses has a stock that's falling by 70 for, uh, 70%. That's the facts. Uh, whatever I don't, I don't, and I'm not gonna get into what he tweeted and all that. With, and I, by him, I'm referring to Mr. Trump now. I don't get into, I don't get into Twitter. I'm not gonna be, you know, I, it's, t Twitter is too much for me to want to take down and really take seriously. So I'm not gonna be quoting the Twitters, whoever says what on Twitter. I'm gonna be tweeting the actual facts and numbers. That's what I said from the beginning. As long as you got them facts and I'm not, you know, I'm not the one to be sitting over here trying to put his quotes over here. I'm not going to do it. Let's just keep to the facts. U.S. still is struggling at the moment, despite the new tariffs uh, that Trump has put on steel and aluminum. So we're going to move on to the next story and it's going to include a little bit more of the tariff situation. And we're going to talk a little bit about chances of a recession, too. So let's get right into it. Uh, recent market research from J.P. Morgan Chase confirms that American families uh, will face up to a thousand dollars of costs uh, at least for uh, buying items and just you know not to say cost of living but in terms of buying items groceries so on and so forth uh, up to a thousand dollars in additional costs and maybe up to fifteen hundred dollars per year if these new tariffs are raised by 25 percent uh, u.s u.s consumers account for 70 percent of the economy i thought that was very important to share with you as well so what that just what i just said is 70 percent of how the of our economy is our is is our ability to buy things is our ability to consume things that's why when i talked about that review of the lion king i said look i i, I don't think it was necessary and i don't want to i don't want to consume all the time that's that's what i'm saying it's consumerism they're getting over on our you know a hard-earned dollar I've been saying this. Uh, Trump has finally acknowledged, though, that these new tariffs, the 10 percent on that 300 billion on the Chinese goods, uh, they will uh, there will be a delay. Well, eventually it would affect the pockets of of the of us you know the common buyer and the public uh but he, they're going to put a delay on those new, new tariffs uh, about a, t a, a good two-thirds of the consumer goods electronics and clothes until mid-december so there's going to be a delay on the new tariffs until after christmas just so you can go out there and get your christmas stuff so if i if i were you i buy your stuff now call it a day and don't buy nothing on christmas but you know, before and in December, because that's that's the that's the plan. They already got you set up. Uh, this is a this is a quote coming from the president himself. He went on to say, "What we've done here is delayed it so they won't it won't be relevant in the Christmas shopping season." Period. Point blank. Uh, just in case they might uh, they might impact people. There you go. 
<laughs> so they still want you to spend y'all that's all what it's about they want you to spend your heart earn a dollar they don't want you to be afraid because again a lot of this is based on your feelings about the market people's feelings about the market this is why they uh they've they've created this system that sounds so technical and so unique and so oh my god that they've convinced you that it needs to be regulated by these upper echelon rich folks no i'm sorry guys they've been pulling the wool over our eyes look this is all based on our feelings and what we want to do if they give us the money to go spend on things we could go buy things and there we wouldn't have to worry about a whole lot of things but again they control the amount of money that they print they control that on purpose so they don't have to give you none that's all what it's about it's control they don't want too many rich people because they can't control rich people you already see your president don't even pay his taxes anyways we're, we're going a little bit too far now let's get right back into this uh these new tariffs will basically nullify the 2017 tax cuts what tax cuts the two percent whatever they're gone uh and we have a 30 to 40 percent chance of a uh having another recession because of inverted yield yield curve i'm not gonna get all into that i'm not your financial advisor i'm sorry maybe i need to go and read up on this as well but i suggest you do too we can all learn about this together this is very interesting it's very important uh but on top of the inverted yield curve global trading has also diminished with china argentina the uk and also germany uh also facing some 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 financial hardships to an extent as well and there's a lack of global trading as well which is not good we need i told you the other week we are all markets kind of work uh they work through each other they, they're pretty much operating through like it says trade this is barter you know again they i think the rich uh the richer the richer um, or the elites of this country who decided they want to infiltrate our government have decided they wanted to uh, change that and still manipulate that system it's not working You're, you cannot tell people what to do anymore rich white men it's not working but anyways uh unemployment has jumped up a percentage point uh 3.7 percent in july uh it's, i'm sorry it's 3.7 percent now uh, and it went up there in july it was 3.6 percent in the spring uh if there's a 0.5 percent rise though uh that would raise some more concept uh some more recession uh concerns as well so uh we're not necessarily out the woods but from what i'm hearing from what i'm reading it's not it's not an imminent danger, but it's it's still lurking and there's still a possibility, especially if this tariff war uh, decides it wants to uh, draw itself out even longer. Uh, but let's uh, move on. We have one final news story to go over and I'm going to go over the MLB standings for you guys real quick to wrap everything up. Uh, I'll take a quick break first, but uh, just to sneak that in there. Uh, because we are in the middle of the week so that's technically what i plan to do but let's get through this last news story here a little bit on a lighter note we're going to get out of the the, the gloom and room of washington politics but uh let's get into uh, i guess some some okay stuff with hollywood uh but matrix 4 is coming out well not coming out soon uh, but it is officially going to be put into development uh Run warner brothers has uh well this well has decided to drop that fourth installment like i said there is no release date uh release date yet of course keanu 
Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss will be returning as their legendary roles of Neo and whatever his girlfriend name was. And also, you're going to have some participation from Jada Pinkett Smith. I didn't really read too much into that article just yet, but she is supposed to be involved in this project. And the, uh, the original co-creator, Lana Wachowski, uh, she will be a part of who was the uh, who was the co-writer and also the well, she actually she will be involved in this new flick as a co-writer and producer as well. Uh, we also got Alexander Herman, uh, also David Mitchell joining the staff as some writers. And we also got Grant Hill. No, I don't know. Not the basketball player, but he will be joining uh, the staff as another producer as well. Uh, the production work will start will start next year. So uh, look for that to come out between 2021 and 2022, possibly. Uh, but the first Matrix dropped in 1999 and that two sequels, of course, Matrix Reloaded and also Matrix Revolutions. Uh, of course, all three films, they're pretty well. They're pretty much cultural successes as well. Cultural phenomenons, as you will call them, whatever, uh, whatever. But they generated over three million bucks at the box office. So, again, people were into them. People watched them a lot and uh, looks like they're going to be bringing that back for the future as well. All right, y'all, I will be right back. I will be taking a quick break. I'm going to go over the MLB standings real quick. Of course, this is the middle of the week. I won't be going over no news or all the scores or anything. Just the standings just to let y'all know, give y'all a heads up, especially my baseball fans out there, about what's going on and what I feel is what's going on. You know, my vision about it as well. going to talk about it a little bit, and we'll wrap everything up from there. All right, y'all, I will be right back. All right, y'all, I am back. I'm going to wrap this up for today. Uh, like I said, I'll be going over the MLB standings for this point in the week. No news, no scores uh, necessarily. Uh, just some, uh, just the rankings for right now. Uh, I wanted to keep you guys current on that since we are getting near the end of the season. We are counting down the day. So let's start off in the AL East. Uh, we have the Yankees who are still on top. 83 and 45 is their current record. They were off last night, but they've gone 6 and 4 in their last 10. Up next, we have the Tampa Bay Rays who are 74 and 54. Nine games back, but they are currently uh, second in that wild card race. The A's are right up on them by a half a game. Uh, they are also a game behind, uh, if I'm not mistaken, they're, yes, they're also a half game behind the Indians in that first place spot. So depending on uh, where both these teams finish, uh, it might end up being um, the Rays in that first place wild card spot. It might move down to the Indians, but the A's are still in the mix. Like I said, just a half games back. So we'll have to we'll have to see how it goes. This is why I'm trying to keep you guys current with these uh, one in the middle of the week, one in the beginning of the week. Of course, the one at the end. Uh, so I'm trying to keep this as as frequent as I can, or at least current as I can for you guys. But uh, for finishing up the uh, AL East, we have the Blue Jays here, 52 and 77. Uh, we also have the Orioles here at 41 and 86 to round out the American League East. Let's move on to the AL Central, where we have the Twins that are still on top. They are 77 and 50. They are six and four in the last ten. But last night they took an ugly loss to the White Sox. Uh, they lost four to zip. I did not like that loss. Uh, but the Indians, they are about three games back at this point. In 
time, they are 4-6 in the last 10. Uh, last night, they took an L2, uh, this time to the Mets uh, with a score to 3-4. to four. Uh, The Chicago White Sox, of course, they got that win against the Twins last night, but they are third in the American League Central with no real uh, hope right now. They are 57-69. and 69. Uh, Rounding out the AL Central, we have the Royals at 45-82, and 82, and we also have the Tigers here at 38-86. and 86. Uh, Let's move on to the American League West. Of course, the Astros, like they have been all year long, uh, still on top of the division, 81-46, and 46, but they have gone 4-6 and six in their last 10 with a loss last night to the Tigers 2-1. to one. So, uh, things are getting a little bit closer. I'm not too sure how often they're going to be playing the A, so I'm not too sure about the head up, the uh, head-to-head matches, but uh, last week, Oakland did not do that bad against them in their series. So, uh, Oakland is making up some ground, but they are a good 7 games back at 73-53. and 53. That's good enough for the second place spot in the AL West. Uh, they have gone 7-3 and three in the last 10, and last night, they got another win against the Yankees. 6-4 to four was the final score, so they're trying. They're definitely uh, trying, but they have a very difficult stretch, I would say, the rest of the way. Uh, they are playing some easy squads. They do have an easy series coming up against... Um if I'm not mistaken, uh, they do have to play the Royals. I think the next series this weekend is going to be against the Giants. So that's a little bit iffy because the Giants, they play pretty good. They play a little bit outside of their uh, talent level at the moment. So, I mean, they can get a win or two. I think they split the Bay Bears series this year, uh, at least the first one a couple, well, at least last week or so. So, they're, they're, I mean, they're not too bad. But, again, I think that's a winnable series for us. But, again, we do have to play the, uh, the, the, the Yankees again. And if I'm not mistaken, the Astros will be coming up near the near the end of the year, so we have some time uh, to close that gap. Uh, but again, I, I think the best bet right now would to be maintaining and just kind of uh, progressing in that wild card race, well, because that might be your best bet. Uh, for the Rangers, they are the number three team here in the AL West, sixty-three and sixty-five. Not much to say here. In the fourth and uh, fifth place spots, we have the Angels at sixty-three and sixty-seven, and the Mariners at forty-five and seventy-four. Let's go on to the National League. We're going to start off in the National League East. Uh, the Braves are on top at 76-52. and 52. Uh, They've gone 73 in the last 10, including a win last night against the Marlins 5-zip. We got the Nationals here at 69-57. and 57. They are currently second with just six games back. They are 8-2 in the last 10, and believe me, they are hitting the ball a ton. Anthony Rendon has hit 100 RBIs for the second time in his career, and he got a win last night 11-1 against the Pirates. They they care about some baseball right now in D.C. Again, we have a few weeks left. I don't know if they can close that gap with the Braves, but we have seen the Braves Braves lose and fall apart before in these type of situations, and the Nationals are firing on all centers, at least offensively. I don't know about that pitching staff just yet, uh, but 11-1 win, yeah, you, you got some work from your pitchers and some defense as well. Uh, let's move on to the third-place spot. We have the Mets here at 66-60, and 60, nine games back, 6-4 in the last 10. The same record as the Phillies here in the fourth place by 66 and 60. Um, nine games back for them as well. They've also gone 64 in the last 10. Uh, for the Mets, they cooled off a little bit. For the Phillies, they're trying to stay as consistent as possible. Uh, both of these guys, however, are are you know they're reasonably within a wild card conversation uh you do have of course actually uh 
yeah, they're they're about a they're about a game behind. I would say the wild card leader right now, uh, that being the Cardinals. So it'll be the Cardinals, and then right behind them we have the Mets and Phillies. Of course, they are tied, and then slightly right behind them uh, you would uh, probably say the Brewers, and then of course Diamondbacks and Giants. So again, I mean the the Mets and the Phillies both have a shot, but with the way the Nationals are playing offense right now. I don't know. I I definitely think the Nationals can hold on to the second place. This will its first place uh wild card spot. Uh then right like like I said after that you have the Cardinals. I, I'm looking at the the Washington Nationals and the Cardinals right now. If the season were to end today, uh the Mets are still kind of in the mix about uh, a game. Like I said, a game or two behind those guys. Uh three uh really if you count uh the Nationals. Uh, so again, it's it's a slippery slope for both the Mets and the Phillies. But the the Mets have have considerably uh, they've they calmed down just a little bit in terms of that offense. So let's see what they can do. And finally, of course, at the fifth place spot, we have the Marlins at forty five uh, eighty. Uh, let's move on to the NL Central. Of course, we have you know it's a revolving door. It's like musical chairs, hot potato with the lead right now. But currently, of course, that is going into today. We do have some games going on a little bit later. Because Coming on a little bit later, uh, we have the Cubs who are currently at 69 and 58. They've gone six and four in the last ten. Uh, they uh, they have uh, two back-to-back wins against the Giants. One coming last night, 12 uh, 12 to 11 was the final score there yesterday, uh, rather. And they also have a win coming today, uh, a few hours ago, uh, against the Giants, one to zip. We have the Cardinals here. They will be playing later on today as well, if I'm not mistaken. They are 67 and 58 currently, just a half game back. Of course, uh, they are seven and three in last 10 but they took a loss last night to the brewers three to five of course the brewers got brewers got that win uh last night but they are currently third in the division 65 and 62 is their record they are three and a half games back four and seven in the last four and six excuse me in the last 10 up next we have the reds who are eight games back i will say mathematically they're at it out of it just because yeah, I just don't see them making up any ground with eight games. And they're four and six in the last ten as well. And finally, of course, we have the Pirates here at 52 and 74. Off to the NL West where we have the Dodgers who are still on top. They are 84 and 44, seven and three in their last ten. They also got a win last night against the Blue Jays, two to one. Up next, we have the Diamondbacks. They are five at 500 at 64 and 64. That just puts them 20 games back. Uh, you know, they also kind of have an outside shot along with the Giants. Giants, uh, who are now 63 and 65 at a wild card, but I just, again, I just don't really see that happening for these either one of those guys. Uh, the fourth place spot, we have the Padres at 59 and 67, and finally, at the fifth place spot, we have uh, the Rockies at 58 and 69. All right, y'all, we're going to call it a wrap for today. Uh, if you are looking to get in touch with me, of course, you can hit me up on my email at ljbutler, that is eljbutler75 at gmail.com, that is ljbutler75 at gmail.com, eljbutler75 butler75 at gmail.com also have a facebook page as well as an instagram you can check me out there be sure to give me a follow at l jamal johnny that is e-l-j-a-m-a-h-a-d-j-a-n-i once again that is l jamal johnny at e-l-j-a-m-a-h-a-d-j-a-n-i if uh if you want to take a look at the show uh we do have a facebook page for the show as well uh if you want to look that up as well that it's never out of bounds of course the name of the show and uh that's a 
wrap for today, guys. Uh, my next episode, I will be giving you guys another NFL preview. I'll be going over the NFC West. I'm looking to get some college uh, football previews out the way for you guys. Uh, get those out the way. I got a couple more conferences there to go over as well. And uh, oh, there's a couple news uh, news stories in terms of football and basketball I wanted to go over as well. So I'll have that ready for you guys in the next couple of days or so before the week, uh, right at the start of the weekend. And of course, as we end the how we always in the week of course with the MLB update that's when I'll be going over all the scores uh through Sunday uh well at least all the Sunday scores also the uh, the news and also uh the standings there as well so look out for that y'all and uh that's it if anybody hasn't told you yet I love you peace out one love and I'll at y'all later